Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Trolley Watch, New Idea Foods' very fabulous podcast. I am Amy Sinclair and I'm joined by Barbara Northwood, our cooking extraordinaire. Hello, Barb. Hi, Amy. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Here with another, we've got our trolleys in our hands. It's exciting, isn't it? We've got lots of food to talk about, lots of tips to talk about. And I, of course, this week I'm going to be asking Barb 10 random questions, including one question that just might make her fall over Yeah, with surprise. Barb, we're going to yep. kick off like we always do. Best in aisle, this is where we take popular foods available to all the, the, the top supermarkets and we do a comparison because you go into the supermarket, don't you, Barb, and there are so many things to choose from. You don't know what from Which what. Which the good or the bad. No. Nope. And they're popular items that you people often buy and you want to know which is the best. Because it's the best in aisle. This week, this is a good one. It's My really good, good friend one. Michelle suggested that we do this one. Banana breads. Yeah. I am talking – obviously you can make your own banana bread, but all the supermarkets do pre-made, pre-sliced yes. and individually wrapped portions of banana slice, which is really good for uh, lunches. Yep. Really good for on the go mm. uh, if you don't have time to make your own banana bread. And, um, you know, it can be really good. But there, it was very, very interesting, wasn't yeah, it, Barb? Yeah, really interesting. So we went across all the supermarkets. We tasted four different varieties from Audi, Coles, Woolies and IGA. They all looked different. They really totally did. Totally different. You wouldn't have thought like it was – When it, you lined them up like yeah, that. Yeah. They were very different in thickness. They were yep. different in colour. Yes. And – to and be certainly honest, taste. very, very different mm. in taste. It, mm. We were incredibly surprised. I think this was probably our most surprising uh, find find, yeah. and, and, and best denial that we've done so far. So, Bob, let's get cracking. We started with the Audi. This is the cake stall individually wrapped banana bread. Yep. Had 27% real banana. When we were going, it was $4 for 500 grams. Mm. When we started, I said to Bob, what if I was going to make a, a, a banana bread at home, how much banana do you believe that it would be in it? And you thought about a third, yes. didn't you? More yeah. like sort of 33, yeah. 33%. Easy. So these varieties all had, I think, between 25 and 27% banana. So we're talking about the Audi one, $4, individually wrapped. What did you think, Barb? I thought it was a really good moist cake, yep. uh, a lovely dark colour, yep. and I think you could actually see the bits of banana in it. You could actually see the little You really could, banana. couldn't you? They yeah. had like chunks yeah. in it. Yeah. And they say it's got real banana in it, but you could actually see it. So you really I, could. I like that one. Yeah, mm. that was that was that got a, a big yes. tick. Next up, we tried the Coles uh, banana bread. You get five banana bread slices individually wrapped, 26% banana, $5 for 500 grams, so a dollar more than Audi. Not hugely yeah. more expensive. 
When you looked at this one, though, Barb, wasn't they were a lot bigger? They were yeah. a, a more of a taller slice and certainly a thicker slice, and um, looked a bit more. It was pale in colour, very pale in colour. Yeah. Had more of like a cake top almost, yes. wasn't like yes. you know a bit more impressive looking. But yeah. what did you think of it, Barb? I didn't think it had much flavour at all, to be honest. Plus, I thought it was a little bit salty. Yeah. But not a good banana flavour at all for it was banana quite cake, cakey, yeah. wasn't it? When you very actually tasted so. it, mm. you didn't actually pick up a lot of the banana. But no. it, it was very yummy. It was yeah. moist and delicious. But it was more like a slice of cake yes, than that's right. a, a piece yes. that we really tasted banana that banana. Bread. Mm. Let's talk about the Woolworths banana bread now, Barb. Yep. The Essentials five banana bread slices individually wrapped. This was. banana puree, which is a little bit different. $5 again for 500 grams. Mm. What did you – oh, this was – this was a big one, Dennis. I'm not going to lie. Barb got pretty fired up about this one, and it was pretty uh, interesting. Let's talk through what you what you thought of this one, Barb. Well, each slice had a doughy bottom. It, it was, was a like, clear cut sort of line, wasn't and it? And it was Barb? hard. It was quite. I mean, if you're going to toast it, I'd want to cut that off. I'd have to cut that but, little base of it off. Barb was pretty ragey about this. I'm not going mean, to. I've written down here in my notes. Barb had doughy bottom rage because you were pretty angry about it, weren't you, Barb? Because it's, if you were making that at home, you'd say this is a failure. You'd throw you it, not you would throw it out. You would but, muck it up. I know, but you would but cut the, it off. You'd be very disappointed with it. Yeah. So to buy a banana bread with that already on it is just bizarre. Very noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the flavour, though, Barb? No, I didn't. Didn't have much of a banana flavour at all. Well, it kind of went out the window yeah. when you saw a doughy bottom. See, the really bananas have to be really, really ripe for good banana bread yeah. or cake, and you just wonder. It might have bananas in it, but they mightn't be very ripe. Yeah, yeah but it was hard getting past the doughy bottom. Hard. Yeah. That was a difficult one. Next up, we had the IGA banana bread, individually wrapped, 26% banana, $5 for 500 grams. So they're all the same price, all mm. the same percent, uh, you know, weight. What did you think of this one, Barb? It looked good. Yep. It was a nice-looking cake. Um, not really a nice banana flavour at all. Yeah. It had a strange chemically taste. It did, didn't it? Yeah. So whether yeah. that was the bicarb or the preservatives and different things in it, just not a not a banana cake. Not at all for, for bread. I want really banana flavour and you couldn't, as you say, more cake, but I didn't think it had a good flavour. It wasn't no, enjoyable. It wasn't as enjoyable, much. no. No. And again, guys, when you line them up, it's very telling when you taste one or the after, yes. wh- which one has banana, which one doesn't. And, of course, the, the doughy bottom scandal. Yeah, which was a bit all... strange. Bob, tell me, what won the golden trolley? Well, Amy, it has to be Eldi. Again, good moist dark colour, nice flavour. Good you banana flavour. You loved flavor, the banana in I it, did. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. If you were shutting your eyes, you'd know you were eating a banana bread. And you just didn't have that feeling with the other ones. No, you? not you, at all. You felt more cakey. Yes. Yeah. There you go, guys. Clear cut winner there. And we're not going to talk about doughy bottoms anymore. No. Segment two, Cooking 101 with Barb. This is where you hand over all your years of experience, give us tips and tricks on how to make one thing really, really well. This week, how to make a fabulous stir fry. We all make stir fries, don't we, Barb? Yes, yes. Every week, every family around Australia whips up a stir fry. At least one a week, I reckon, at least. But it's easy to do some clear things that make it soggy or too much sauce yes. or yes. just where you overcook things or yeah. the meat's a bit tough. Overcook the vegetables are a bit soggy. And sometimes, mm. you know, it's still edible, but there are certain things you can do, can't you, Barb, to make it perfect every yes. single time. Talk me through it. Yes. 
first of all, you need to have everything ready before you start. Yes. It's and a- so it's all the preparation. Yep. So that might take 15 to 20 minutes, but you need to spend that time preparing it. Because once you do it, Barb, it's, a, it's, it's no time oh, at all. It's no time. Up. It all just goes yeah. in within minutes and yep. then it's ready to, to eat. So um, if you were going to cook your vegetables, again, have everything uniform size. If you're going to have meat, chicken, uh, whether it's beef, it doesn't matter what it is, very thin slices. Yes. Um, you often see in recipes you can pop that into the freezer for 20 minutes if you wanted to cut it really way thin. But if you've got a good knife, you don't just cut to. into thin strips. You don't yeah. need to. Nice, thin, even slices, not big, thick ones and thin ones. That's when you've got the problem. I often find when you, you put it in the freezer, it's a bit too cold and it's a bit too difficult to cut sometimes. It's yes. just you, exactly. have a nice, sharp knife. And, exactly. Yes. If you're going to marinate it beforehand, which is fine, put a bit of soy or oyster yep. sauce or whatever you want to put on it, when you're ready to cook, you really need to get that out and put it on absorbent kitchen paper to drain it. Because what happens is when you put that in the wok, it stews and yeah. all that liquid just splatters and it's just you just end up with a big mess in there. Water is what you want to avoid, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very much too so. much moisture in it. So yes. pat that dry, yep. heat the wok, and once you heat that wok with some oil and almost smoking hot, it needs to be really hot, you need to put the meat in in, say, 250 gram batches or chicken, whatever it is. Don't just stick it all in at once. You just send the heat down. You're not going to brown anything. And then it will broil. Yes. It's like the worst word yes. in the world. and that's all that broil. water coming out yes. of everything. Do it in small batches. But when you first put the meat in, try and spread it out over the base or up the side of the wok. Leave it for a minute. Don't just get in there with that. Isn't that the biggest spoon or the spatula's trap that people it. get in yes. there and just start yes spinning it straight away? And as you'll find it sort of sits there and it's like it's glued on. Yeah. And leave it for a minute, leave it, be patient. And get then that starts it. Yeah. And it loosens straight away and just all, it's beautiful. What next, Barb? Reheat the wok between the next batch. Yep. Again, ah. don't just stick it in. It only takes a minute. It's worth putting that little bit of, little bit of extra love into it. Once you put meat in, take that out, put that in a little bowl, and then you start on your vegetables. Put in the firmer ones first. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you, what I've been known to do, so just say it was a carrot or broccoli, I actually microwave them oh, for a minute beforehand. I don't want that carrot to be in there three hours trying to stir fry it with a capsicum that's ready in one minute. So yeah. I actually give it a little bit of a head start. Oh, you're giving yeah. it a bit of a... A little bit of a head start. Yeah. So they're just a little bit tender, a minute, minute and a half. And then when I add that to my wok, when I'm ready to start cooking, it's, it's just all so systems go. even all systems oh, go. Oh, Barb, love it. Throwing those in, um, Chinese veggies, put the stems in first. Yes. Stir fry those for an extra minute, just pull the last, the lovely green leaves. Um, and snow peas, don't over, ever cook those. And then you return the meat with any of the cooking juices because yes. there's some lovely flavour in there. And then you pour in your favourite Asian sauce. I was going to say, when do we add our sauce, Barb? Yeah, at and the very end. Yes. Yeah. And it'd be, what, a third of a cup, no more? No more. You don't need to stick in a quarter cup of water and too much stuff. It just mucks it up. And then you need a little bit of sauce for flavour. Yeah, you just yeah. need a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You really shouldn't be adding corn flour. There shouldn't be that much liquid in it that you need corn flour. So, Barb, give I us think. your top three tips. Uh, having a uniform vegetables. Yes. Uh, definitely cooking your meat in batches. Yes. And certainly heating that wok before each time you add anything. Making Love sure it, Barb. I have. I am learning something just like that. Thanks, Barb. Thanks, Amy.
this next segment, what's the one thing that happens after you cook? You've got to clean. clean. Yeah. The cleaning. The cleaning. And sometimes that Everyone can Everyone abandons you and you're oh, left to it. Oh, don't they just? I came down <laughs> yes. the other day, left dinner for the family, went upstairs. To, it was like, you know, yes. the maid was moving yes. in to clean up afterwards. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Maid Amy. <laughs> We are now giving you, though, our favourite hacks to cut your kitchen cleaning time in half. Mm. I've got a few, Barb. Yes. I, um, I've done this a few times and I've mm. done it. I've read about this on the internet. I've read on this. I saw this on, on Instagram. Yep. And it's actually true. There are people out there who believe that you don't need to use a full tablet, dishwashing tablet, okay. when you put your loaded dishwasher on, right. that a half a tablet does the same job. So sometimes, if especially if it's not a big load yes, or not a particularly yes, dirty yes. load, mm. I will cut the dishwashing tablet in half, mm. throw that in the dishwasher, it does a perfect job. Wow. So you don't That's always – one, but, yes. And I know it's not a lot, but, you know – a little, you know, Absolutely. they can be expensive and yeah. it can add up. I'm and again, all for that, Amy. if you don't have a big load or if it's just a few things, yes, I know. Or, and it's not particularly dirty, obviously, if you've got a lasagna dish in there, you've got to go in all yes. guns blazing, baby. But try the half a dishwashing tablet. That's great. It does work I've well. I'm to try it. The other thing I do with my dishwashing tablets, and I, I read about this the other day and I did it and it worked. Now, we've all got those old, crusty baking trays that have. Yes. They've, they've gone through the wars, haven't they, Barb? Yes. Or and even you know, have proof dishes. Oh, it's they, just stuck on. And they build up and they things. build up yeah. and they're nothing yes. like they were when you bought them. Like my oven dishes, they're, they're, they're pretty rank. <laughs> what they suggest doing it is filling up a, a, a sink with uh, warm water, yep. adding a dishwashing tablet or a couple of capfuls of, of powder, mm. and you leave them in there to soak overnight. I'm telling you, Barb, the what next a good morning, one. make sure you put some gloves off yes. because it can be quite yes. toxic. It, you you rub it with the slightest bit of pressure. I'm talking just running a cloth over. Wow. It comes off like a magic. That's great. It is Amy. amazing. I'm going to try that though because well, we've I all got those old those old yes. ones and mm. even the new ones. It's yeah. hard to get some of the well, Pyrex sort of glassware. They work brilliantly on that. What do you do, Barb? Give me some of your well, your Amy, tips. I'm a bit like you. I like to save a dollar as well. Oh, yeah. So what I do is actually buy the cheap dishwashing liquid. Yes, you pay a lot. You can pay a lot for uh, the concentrated ones. Yes. But then when I wash, I tend to just to squirt in on the bowls I'm washing up. So you I'm not filling a sink. Of, I'm a little bit yeah. wasted. I don't fill the sink with water yep. and then go half a teaspoon of squirt. I'm just squirting it on. I've go through those little bottles like no tomorrow. So what I did was I bought the cheapest dishwashing liquid and I bought a sauce squeezy bottle. So, they so fit, what you normally put your tomato you take your barbecue. sauce in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the little, yeah, yeah. little pointed lid and take the little cap off it. So I put a third of a cup of dishwashing liquid in that and two thirds of water. And you use that shake instead. and I just squirt that on everything. So if you so it if you're just cleaning so out a pan or a saucepan or great rinse outing out a glass. You just add that cat you know, bowl. Oh, so much better. Well you'd so save a lot better. of money in a lot of dishwashing. And it's for me it's the money, but it's also just the shopping. Well, time picking chilling. up those big um, bottles of detergent. They're hard to hold. Yeah, and it, it really is hold. easy to use too much, oh, isn't it? Yeah, very yeah. much so. And the other thing um, I've been doing is I have a vegetable, it's like a vegetable crisper. Mm-hmm. Um like a big plastic tub with a lid on it. Right. For my fridge. And it has a rack in the bottom of it. So what I do is put all my vegetables in it. So cauliflower, broccoli, whatever, Brussels that you hate, carrots. 
put the lid on and that is my vegetable tub. But what happens is again after a while, the little rack goes, it can go mouldy if you leave things in there, even within yes. a week. The yeah, moisture yeah, yeah. comes out of the vegetables and sends it a bit greeny looking. So what I do is I put about t- 10 cups of water in it and then I allow a teaspoon of bleach. Yeah. Bleach. So put that in, cleans it. So leave that for about 30 minutes, cleans it beautifully. Take Perfect. that out, wash it. Because Christmas are a bit hard, It kills the bacteria, yeah. it kills the mould in it or anything else in it. They are. They, they get really dirty, and I they, find. And they're, I find they're hard to clean out because of the ridges at oh, the, the bottom. Ridges, and exactly, you need like a little toothbrush thing. But put in this little bit of bleach in. And, oh, <laughs> oh, yes. and it's great for soaking um, plastic chopping boards. So oh. if you've got white ones that stain from tomatoes and whatever, put them in this tiny little bit of bleach in water. You don't need a lot. And then Perfect. you just wash it down with some soapy yeah, water soapy after. Water, let it dry properly. I love it's that, great. Barb. Yeah. Good old bleach. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And you're a big fan of cleaning with vinegar as well, aren't yeah, you, Yeah, vinegar's great. Bicarb yeah. and vinegar, really good, yeah. They're also good for boards, scrubbing them down. Love it, Barb. I'm off to buy some uh, bleach, bicarb. People will think <laughs> I'm murdering someone, but that's okay. <laughs> love it. Barb, this is a new segment. This is where you get to impart your knowledge about a couple of things on our listening audience because you're like an encyclopedia of <laughs> of food knowledge, aren't you? Yeah. Your brain is busting with, with facts on food. Am I right? It's a beautiful mental image. <laughs> Barb's Did You Know. Barb, you're going to teach us all about what today? Citrus. Citrus rind in particular. You love a bit of citrus rind, don't you, Barb? I love it. I suppose because it's got a huge tree and hundreds and hundreds of lemons. So it's, so much you can use it. But citrus imparts such a beautiful flavour to dishes. And it's more than it's just the juice, unique. isn't it, Barb? You yes. get so much more out of the skin and everything. Absolutely. Talk us yep. through it, Barb. Well, the citrus rind's a great way to add a lot of flavour to a dish, both sweet and savoury, because of the essential oils in the skin. This is where the real flavour is. So if you grate the rind, you can rub it over lamb before cooking, chicken, uh, chicken pieces over fish, salmon, whatever. The rind will add more flavour than juice. Yeah. And so a little goes a long way, yeah. but the real powerhouse is actually in the skin of it, not not the juice itself. So what I tend to do is uh, grate it onto a pl- piece of plastic wrap on a chopping board, and then you can kind of gather up the plastic it's easier to clean, keep it off, and then you can store it in the fridge or use it straight away if you're going to use and it. And it's great for desserts as well, isn't it, Barb? Beautiful whipped Beautiful. cream, yeah. um, um, pavlovas, um, fruit sauces. Cheesecake. Lots of things. Cheesecake. Oh. Yeah, a lot of things have rind in. Delicious. And you grate it on the finest little hole of the grater, or like a box grater. And you don't want to get too or much white in there, do you, Barb? No, 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 no. Yeah. Or a little microplane. Yeah. Well, it's actually quite hard to grate the, the white part. So yeah. All the recipes say... Don't grate it. It's almost impossible to grate. If you do it properly, it's yeah, very difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, which is great. So as I said, you can freeze those. But what you need to know is how long, because a lot of recipes will say a teaspoon of lemon rind or two teaspoons. How many oranges do I buy? I'm never sure. I don't want to buy three. I only need it's it for a that little point, bit of rind. It's a good point, isn't yeah. it? So no, and no one's ever told me how much rind you're going to get from one piece of fruit. Talk well, having, through a having, yeah, having gone through this personally, an orange will yield two teaspoons of finely grated rind. Now, obviously, if you're using the, on the large hole on the box grater, you might get three teaspoons. Yeah. They're really fine, but this is what you want. You don't want to be pulling pieces of rind out of your mouth when you're eating a dish. The really fine one's the best 
A lemon will yield one and a half teaspoons finely grated lemon rind. Yep. And a lime will yield one teaspoon. Well, a lime's a little smaller. They're tiny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that makes sense. Yeah. It's just honestly the perfect way to add some flavour to a juice. So if you're even juicing it, what we do is always grate the rind off before you do the juice. And it makes Otherwise it so much easier. Messy. And it's, all, totally. it's so much easier yes. to, to juice a rindless uh, when it's, you're taking the skin off, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Amazing. Thanks, Barb. Pleasure, Amy. You're our citrus queen. <laughs> I mean that with all great love and respect. Barb, it's been a long time since I've thrown you in the hot seat, but here you are. This, of course, guys, is where I ask Barb 10 random questions. I'm shaking, Amy. You don't like it because Barb loves to be organised. Barb loves to know what's going on. She writes so many notes for these podcasts, guys. She literally researched the living bum out of it, don't you, Barb? I do, I do. The doughy bottom out of it. But she hates this because she has no idea what I'm going to ask her. No. And it's never that scary, is it, Barb? No. Poor old. get through it. <laughs> Question number one. If you could only eat sweet or savoury for the rest of your life, what would it be? Savoury. Me too. Yeah. Give me a spring Olives, roll any cheese. Yeah, 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 spring roll, sausage roll. Mm. You're sitting in bed with hubby because I know that you and Ken do this. Barb and Ken, they love sitting down, propped up in bed yes. with your cat in the middle. What's his yes. name? Her name? Pixie. Pixie. <laughs> And you've got your snacks and you're watching TV. What are your go-to snacks, Barb? Number one are twisties. Yeah, you love a twisty, don't you? And your cat loves twisties. And the cat loves twisties. (laughs) We have to share them with Pixie. She loves some twisties. Um, Corn chips. Yes. Um, I like the sea salt uh, chips. And Ken likes the Smith's crisps. Oh, you can't go past a Smith's crisp either. See, I prefer. I think mine are the Red Rock Ooh. Deli. Yeah, you like. I a, just like a, a salty, thin, one. thin yeah, crispy. Yeah. yeah. And then fussy. at the end of that, yeah, we can end up eating an ice cream. Do you? What's wanna... your favourite ice cream, Barb? Um, I quite like the um, Paddle Pop. Rainbow what? Paddle Pop. A rainbow Paddle Pop. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> They're so good. This this cooking and, and, and food extraordinaire loves a rainbow paddle. It's just nice caramel flavour, nice. isn't it, Barb? <laughs> They're beautiful. I'm done. I'm literally done. I have eight more questions, but I'm finishing there because that's amazing. What is the most memorable recipe you've ever put a new idea? Oh. What's the one that you always remember? Gee, Amy. Gee, that's a bit hard, memorable. But there have been so many of them. There have been so many. Probably sausage rolls. Yeah. We, we've done some amazing sausage rolls. And, and every time I put sausage rolls up on newideafood.com.au. Half the company. They, yeah, every company yeah. function. We're ever making sausage we rolls. We do, guys. We God, have, um, whenever we have a function, we, we ask the test kitchen to make stuff for us. And the most requested thing is always the sausage, sausage rolls. Mm. They love them. Now, when you go to the supermarket, Barb. Yes. Do you prefer the self-checkout or a traditional checkout? This is a very, tr- a very, very contentious issue. Amy, it is. Traditional. Yeah. Yeah. They do my head in the self-serve, to be honest. It, because if you don't put the bag on the right side, it says it's easy to in get the bagging the bad area. Mood. I'm so confused. I have to call that poor person over, assistant, 20,000 times when I'm doing it. it. It puts you in a bad mood, doesn't it? Does, it does. And I'm one of those people. I don't go in and buy two things. I buy 200. Yeah. I go in with eight bags. I'm only going in for three things, but I'll take eight bags because I look and if I see things on special, I'll buy three of them. 
And if you, you or especially if you're doing a lot of uh, vegetables, having to go through and yes. weigh them and this and that and it's unexpected painful. item in there. Trying to find out what sort of mandarin it was called. So, you Barb, so you're varieties. campaigning quite heavily oh, for a it. traditional yes. checkout. Mm. Have a little bit of a chat to them. It's great. The three things that are always in your fridge, Barb. Gee, Amy, there's a lot of things in my fridge. <laughs> you could literally live like if you could live for a year in my fridge. You could live in a year in fridge. But what do you what do you always get a bit nervous if you're a bit low down on cheese? Cheese, yep. Yeah, cheese is um, certainly go to. Um, has to be wine. Yep. Oh, Bob, <laughs> I love you. I just like to have that wine in yep. there. Um, but the next thing probably milk. Yeah, it's good. Always have milk. Now, Bob, I know that you love a bargain. I yes. know that you are always looking for a markdown. You're always looking for a saving. But yes. what's the one thing that you're happy to pay top dollar for that you, you, you always – more is best with you? Um, probably um, cordial. Oh. Yes. You love a cordial, a, do you? Yeah. There's a really lovely um, lime, Bigfoot's. I know that one. It is it's the best in lime In summer, flavored. there is nothing well, I drink it in better. winter too. That and soda water. It's Yum. delicious. Yeah. So I, I will that. pay premium. Yep. What do you think that you can just always buy the cheapest with, Barb, though? What, what, where do you think that you can always – it doesn't matter if it's cheap or expensive. Yeah, that's a good one too, cheap. Um, see, I do like my brands. Yeah. It's hard with that, Damie. Yeah. I'm struggling. Now, Barb, let's just say you've gone shopping – You've uh, you've gone a bit. You've maxed out the credit card. You've yep. gone a bit nuts. You've yep. bought yourself a new a new coat, new shoes, new handbag, <laughs> whatever. And you're thinking, oh, Ken's not going to be too happy about this. Not that you. What's a meal that you you going to cook up to impress Ken? That you want to get in his good books and you want to uh, really wow yep. him. Yep. What's the one meal that he would love? A burger. A, oh. I've been making burgers for that man since <laughs> I met him. <laughs> And loves a good burger. Bacon, the fried egg, the works, the caramelised onion. Bob, who's the spunkiest politician in Australia? Oh. I mean, I don't think they've been really? born yet, have they? <laughs> really? I used to always have a no. thing for Paul Keating. I used to think Did he you? was pretty hot. Mm, no one? No. Oh, on that one. Not one person. No. no one No one holds a flame to no. Ken, does it? No. Ken and his burgers. <laughs> Bob, your last question. <laughs> And we're done. Have you ever cooked in the nude? Yes. <laughs> yes. You have. I did. Why? How? When? When I first first met Ken, <laughs> he had his own apartment, and then I decided to make him lunch. So I just I'd come with the clothes the night before, and I didn't want to put the good ones on, so I didn't really have anything else to put on. But so I've I just never been more impressed meal. in my whole life. I knew a girl, one of my friends once, she cooked in the nude to impress her boyfriend, but there was an unfortunate incident with oil splatter. Yes, Let's just yes, I know. end that <laughs> there. You were wiser than that, though, weren't you, Barb? <laughs> I was. Well, I was not expecting that, Barb. I couldn't be more there impressed. You go, Amy. My little, <laughs> let's have nude Tuesday in the test kitchen next week. <laughs> I don't know what HR would say about that, but I'm happy to give it a whirl. Thank you for joining us for Nude Trolley Watch this week, guys. It has been a cracker. We've loved having you with us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us where you find all good podcasts and you can always come say hi on social media, New Idea Food or Foodiful on Facebook, and you can check out all of Barb's fabulous recipes on newideafood.com.au. Thank you, Barb. Thanks, Amy. We're going to whip off our clothes and head and do a bit of uh, cooking. Couldn't be more exciting. Woo!
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.